Hi there, you're listening to the Estranged Heart Podcast, and I'm your host, Creed Revere. Welcome back to our returning listeners, and if this is your first time here, thank you for selecting this podcast to listen to. As we begin today's episode, I invite you to grab a cup of coffee or tea, settle in, and listen with an open heart. But first, the regular disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist or counselor. Nothing within this podcast should be considered or taken as therapy. If you are in need of therapeutic support, such as counseling, please seek out a therapist near you. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of The Estranged Heart. Um, Before we dive into today's episode, a couple of announcements. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting with an estranged adult child this past weekend um, and had a lovely two-hour conversation with her. And it was because of that conversation that today's episode came about, (laughs) um, talking about the platinum rule. So I want to extend my gratitude for her and her contribution to this episode and um, to thank her for taking the time out of her day to meet with me. If anyone is in this area at any point in time in the Seattle area and you would like to get together and meet in person, feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to do that if I have, if our calendars can um, sync up and schedules work out. Um, That's something I'm totally open to. Also, uh, back by popular demand is the validation workshop that will be forthcoming in April. So if you were not able to attend that workshop last fall and would like to do so now, now's your opportunity. So that um, be watching for more information for that to come in March. I believe it will be probably in late April. Also, there will be a summit coming um, where I will be having conversations with therapists, uh, coaches, and others discussing topics such as self-care, loss and grief, um, shifting perspectives, LGBTQ plus topics, and more. So um, again, stay tuned for more information on that summit that will be forthcoming. And there will also be a retreat coming in the fall of this year. So if you're interested in that, keep your ears uh, open for more information to come regarding that. I'm super, super excited about that um, retreat. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. So let's get on with, let's get on with the show. Our quotes for today, uh, I have two, and they both come from the same same person. So the first one is, the more you know about a person's communication style, the better your collaboration. And the second is, we can all be more sensitive, understanding, and open to growing through learning by applying the platinum rule to your overarching sensibilities, whether dealing with a loved one, a coworker, or a difficult, difficult client, you will inevitably gather hundreds of lenses through which to see, understand, navigate, and help others to navigate through the world. 
and those quotes are by Career Contessa. So again, the kind of the backstory on how this episode came to be is I did meet with an estranged adult child and she actually used this term that I had never heard before. Um, and when she, when I asked what it was and she started talking, I was like, oh yeah, I like, I'm totally familiar with that, but I'd never heard it titled as the platinum rule. So we had a, a bit of, um, conversation around that. And I, I just, I found it super interesting and, um, you know, um, things that aren't working for our estranged adult children could potentially be more easily resolved if we parents subscribed to the platinum rule. And I want to throw in as a side note here, um, it's never too late and you're never too old to do things differently. So, so what, what is this platinum rule? Well, it's a variation of the golden rule, right? Um, the golden rule, which was rooted in many religious texts, do unto others as you would have done to yourself. And while that's fantastic and great, um, what happens when people don't like what we like? don't want the things that we want. Um, the golden rule then becomes an issue and a, and a problem that kind of stands in the way of being able to communicate and understand one another. Um, so the platinum rule basically says treat others how they want to be treated. Okay, not how we want to be treated, but how they want to be treated. Societally, um, we are learning to grow and learn about another's um, unique experiences. And um, through that, we've come to understand it's not acceptable, really, to treat everyone the same and to treat everyone like ourselves because we're all at, you know, different points in our life, right? Um, and with our kids, we don't, just because they're our children, doesn't necessarily mean we know all there is to know about them. And especially when they become adults and have left our home and are living their adult lives separate from us. And I mean that not necessarily just in the context of estrangement, but just in general when kids grow up and leave the home and they begin to have the lives of their own, what they liked when they were eight, it may not necessarily be what they like when they're 28, right? Or 38. <laughs> um, so uh, one of the, as I was doing some research for this, I came across this, um, what Dale Carnegie told in his book, how to win friends and influence people um, a little story that kind of um, illustrates the platinum rule, right? And Dale Carnegie says, personally, I'm very fond of strawberries and cream, but I have found that for some strange reasons, reason, fish prefer worms. 
So when I went fishing, I didn't think about what I wanted. I thought about what they wanted. I didn't know, I didn't bait uh, the hook with strawberries and cream. Rather, I dangled a worm or grasshopper in front of the fish and said, wouldn't you like to have that? So how do we know how someone wants to be treated? Right? We, we're not mind readers. We don't know. And I don't know, maybe, maybe somewhere along the way too, um, we've been told, well, I like this and I don't like that, only to be told down the road, well, no, I, I no longer like that thing that I liked, you know, five years ago. Right. So how, how are we supposed to, how are we supposed to know? Well, first of all, I think it's, as I talk about on this podcast all the time, we must be curious because without curiosity, we, we, there is no movement. There is no change. There is no discoveries, um, things along those lines. Um, think about it. All of our discoveries that we've had in the world have been because someone's been curious enough to either look at something differently, to take a different route, to hmm, wonder what's down this road versus, well, this is the only road I know. And so I'm going to stay on this road and just stay here. Right. So by getting curious, um, we can wonder what would people in our lives how would they like to be treated? And especially our adult children. Even if you are currently estranged from your adult child, um, it's something that you could be thinking about, right? And wondering about and building your curiosity muscles. I wonder what they prefer for breakfast these days. I wonder what um, their preferences for movies. I wonder if they're still curious about whatever. I wonder if they still prefer blah, blah. Um, and if you're reconciled, it's even more important that you step into this platinum rule, right? You probably got to reconciliation because you've practiced some form of this platinum rule, right? To be able to ask questions and become curious about their life and think their interest and things like along those lines. So getting curious. The second step is to ask, right? And generally, we don't ask if we're not curious. So you got to get curious first, and then we ask. Um, you know, how how does one want to be treated? How do you want to be treated? What do you do? You want me to ask you before I come over? Do you want me to just show up unannounced? Do you want me to ask about keeping the kids or would you rather that I wait until you approach me? Right? We have to ask. We don't, we cannot read someone's mind. And by asking, we are also showing an interest, taking an interest in that person's life instead of assuming that we know and then taking action from that place. And then be patient. The third step is to be patient. 
Um, I don't know about you, but no one in my life that I can recall has ever asked me how I want to be treated. There's been a lot of assumptions, but I don't think that any, I mean, I might be wrong, but I don't, I really don't think that that anyone has asked me how I would like to be treated. So when you ask someone this question, number one, they might look at you like you have three heads, right? Because it's such a foreign concept for people to receive a question like that. So be patient and give them time to process that. They might, they may not know. I mean, I think that most of us know how we want to feel when we're being treated, you know, a different, you know, a specific way regarding whatever. But I don't, I don't think that we always know how to articulate that. And so it's really important to be patient and allow people to explore that and think about that. They might need to get back with you. They might be like, I have no flipping idea. No one's ever asked me that question. Um, I don't have a clue. Right. But by demonstrating that to them, you're demonstrating that you're serious, you're sincere, you're taking an interest in them. You're curious about their life. And you truly want to know, how can I treat you in a way that you can receive it and it's a, it feels good and um, helpful and healthy for you, right? So practice the pause. This is a prime example of when to practice the pause. And you might be asking yourself, why does this matter? Why does this, you know, I grew up with the golden rule and everything was fine in my world. Why in the hell do I need to figure out what this platinum rule is and change everything? Well, what you've been doing, if you're still estranged, what you've been doing hasn't necessarily worked because you're still estranged, right? So somebody has to step out of the dance. Somebody has to do something different. So by asking, again, how someone wants to be treated, you are demonstrating to them that you are sincere in your actions. Action, again, remember, actions speak louder than words. You're sincere in that, and you truly have a desire to know what makes them happy, what makes them feel good how you can show up in relationship with them in a healthy and loving way and compassionate way. Because when we treat others the way that they want to be treated, I mean, nine, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I don't know of anyone who doesn't want to be treated with kindness and compassion. Right? So the golden rule really misses the mark. Um, We, our intentions, you know, well, I, you know, the golden rule, treat them how you want to be treated. Um, Our intentions may be good, but they're not enough. Intentions are not enough. Um, And we're, again, all individuals who are different. We come from different backgrounds. We have different privileges. 
um, we have different challenges, successes, and experiences that color our world. And what works for you may not work for me, and vice versa. And being respectful of that goes a long way with people. Goes a very long way. And especially when you also are, you have siblings or you have children and they have siblings, right? To say that, oh, I treat my kids the same across the board. I hope, I hope you're not. Right? Are you treating them the same in that you are doing one-on-one -on -one time with all of your children at different points and times? Yes. Versus, you know, I only take child A out for one-on-one -on -one time and I never take child B. But when you're going off to have the, that one-on-one -on -one time with them, you might be doing different things. You know, with one child, you might be going to a bookstore and exploring and sitting down and reading books together, or reading a book to one another, something along those lines. And another child, you might be going off and going to a football game together, right? They're different things and shows your interest in their life and what, what works for them and how they want to be treated. The bookworm of the family is going to get nothing out of going to a football game. Likely, right? And same thing, someone who enjoys a football game is going to get nothing out of going to a bookstore and reading a book. So being able to treat them how they want to be treated shows that you're taking an interest and that you are, you are truly... Um, interested and concerned about how, what pleases them, what makes them happy. Um, and the bottom line is this, the platinum rule is exactly how people feel seen, heard, and validated. And I talk about that often. When we do not feel seen, heard, and validated, that's what oftentimes leads to estrangement. Oftentimes it's, you know, well, maybe not oftentimes, but the black sheep of the family, right? Quote unquote, black sheep of the family can feel unseen, unheard, and completely invalidated because they are different. And the family over here is trying to keep everybody in line, doing the same thing, treating everybody the same exact way, keeping everything, you know, simplistic in that, in, in that way. And really, I mean, it takes less creativity, right? When everybody wants to go to the theme park, it makes things super easy. When three out of four kids want to go to the, the, the theme park and the fourth kid is like, can't you just take me over here to this, you know, um, gardening club? I, I just really want to get my hands in the dirt and just, you know, riding rides at an amusement park is not my, not my gig. Well, now we have to put in a little bit of effort to do things differently for this one kid over here. Right. And so oftentimes, and maybe, maybe it's because we didn't have time to be, you know, have and do these separate things with our kids. Um, maybe out of necessity, maybe you were a single parent and worked three jobs and what have you, and you needed everybody to kind of fall in line and do the same thing. 
you know, I get that, but it does, it does nothing. And I, again, I get it because I was a single parent and I do understand what it means to be able to have everybody doing the same thing. So there's less chaos involved, seemingly chaos involved than having one child do one thing and another child do something, doing something different. Um, but I also know as quote unquote, the black sheep of my family, exactly how unseen, unheard and not validated. I felt all of my growing up years because all of the interests that my family had was not an interest of mine. And I see the devastating effects of expecting my, my one daughter to do things that my other daughter and I both enjoy doing when the one daughter is like, I could care less about that. And I did not show an interest to take an interest in her life and her interest in doing things her way to make her feel seen, heard, and validated. So that's why the platinum rule matters. Seeing your child, making sure your child feels seen, heard, and validated. Right? Again, intentions are not, not enough. And then how do you make use of the, of the platinum rule? Well, you have to communicate, right? We have to be willing to tell another person how we want to be treated. Again, none of us are mind readers, right? So we have to be willing to communicate that. And maybe you're not a verbal communicator. Maybe you, it's easier for you to write a text or you write an email or something along those lines. That's totally okay. It's your form of communication. Right. This is this is something that um, some estranged parents really struggle with. And that is if the form of um, how their adult child wants to be communicated with and parents are like, I want to meet in person. I want to have this conversation in person. Why am I having this conversation through an email, you know, thread of many different emails? And again, asking that child how they want to be treated can apply to that something that simple and but yet that profound and how would you like to be how would you like our communication to go would you prefer to do that mainly via text mainly via the phone email like you know facetime like what what is your preference right that's an example um, the second thing is be open to feedback. Um, open your mind. I promise you, your brain will not fall out. Okay. Um, demonstrate your desire to learn and to know. Um, again, actions speak louder than words. And if we demonstrate that interest, um, it creates a space for others to feel safe to feel safe in speaking their needs, even if they're different from yours. Um, and this is a huge one for kids, the adult kids. They oftentimes do not feel safe in speaking something and speaking up and saying, I no longer want to be treated this way or, <clears throat> excuse me, I never liked when you did this, that or the other thing. And I would prefer that you do this or that. 
a lot of times they don't feel safe in doing that because history has told them that time after time after time, anytime they spoke up or said something that was different and did not align with the parent, then the parent got really defensive and started saying, you know, well, I had the best of intentions and, and, you know, you just can't appreciate anything. And, and then everything just goes off the rails from there. So demonstrate your desire to know and to learn, create that space of, for them to feel safe in being able to express their desires to you. Um, and especially <clears throat> being open to feedback when you are feeling triggered or have feelings of guilt um, or any sort of other uncomfortable feelings, right? It's really important for you to be able to sort through that. Um, and yeah, so here's here's a uh, scenario that again, in doing my research that I came across that I thought was applicable here. Um, you're at work or with friends and you crack a joke or use a uh, term um, of or phrase very hype, um, very lightheartedly. And all of a sudden you see this person's face um, turn and they say to you, you know, that's incredibly offensive, right? Is your knee-jerk reaction to brush them off with a lighten up? I'm only kidding explanation. Um, if that is, is cool with you, I, I'm, I'm advising not to do that. Um, when you use the platinum rule, it means pushing your guilt or embarrassment or whatever that uncomfortable feeling is to the side and finding out more. Um, and so rather than having a, you know, a snap reaction, um, maybe consider issuing an, an apology, learning more, doing better, asking questions. How could I have said that differently, that it would have felt better for you um, kind of thing. And again, being mindful of tone and facial expressions and all of those things, right? Um, you know, when you quote unquote learn better, you do better, right? And it, it applies to everyone, right? Um, and there's room, you know, there's, there really is room for all of us to grow our empathy. There really is a whole lot of room to grow empathy. Um, also express and maintain clear boundaries and express them often. Um, if you haven't listened to the episode on boundaries, please go back and, and listen to that. Uh, don't leave home without them. They are essential, absolutely, utterly essential for any healthy relationship. And um, never stop asking questions. You know, needs and desires change over the years, right? Keep um, open to improving yourself through learning, learning about your own desires on how you want to be treated. I'm sure that wherever you are, whatever season in life you are at, other seasons, you may have wanted to have been treated a little differently than you want to be treated today. And the same thing applies to your kid, right? Most of us don't, you know, really want, maybe have all the same desires that we had when we were eight. Um, and so, checking in, 
doing periodic check-ins with your kid. Again, once you're reconciled. Um, and if you're not reconciled and you're still estranged, you can do these exact things with the other people in your life, with your other relationships, so that you have lots of practice, so that when you do reconcile, your kid sees the change that you have made, and it will be consistent, and it will become habit for you, and it will feel less awkward, and all of those things um, once you have reconciled. So, in closing, I would just like to say this. By practicing the platinum rule, we have the power to create a more compassionate and loving world, starting with our familial relationships first. Okay, so again, even if you have only one child, you know, if there's any other family members in your life, and if there aren't families, family members and it's friends and neighbors and co-workers or what have you, you can start there. And those all have ripple out effects. And you start with asking your friends or other family members. And then those people go to their homes and they're like, Hey, I had this conversation with Judy today. And she was, she asked me this question and no one's really asked me this question. So I, I thought I'd bring it home and let's give it a go. And then those people take it out to their communities and so on and so forth. And it's just this ripple out effect. So I, again, thank this estranged adult child for giving me a term for this and being able to share this information with you. I hope that you will move forward in life, utilizing, taking the golden rule and placing it aside and replace that with the platinum rule. I think it will help to grow a more compassionate world and help instill safety and security within our relationships. Until next time. This brings this episode to a close. I hope that this time together was time you feel well spent and that you are able to find some takeaway nuggets to help you on your journey, wherever you may be on your estrangement and reconciliation path. If you feel you've received something helpful or positive from this podcast, please consider following us, sharing this podcast with others, leaving a positive review, perhaps entertaining becoming a guest on our show, or following us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under the same name, The Estranged Heart. As a reminder, there is an online support group on Facebook. If you are a estranged mom who identifies as being spiritual and approaches estrangement with a sense of curiosity rather than blame and judgment and desire to do inner self-work and reflection, please seek us out. We can be found at facebook.com backslash estranged mothers support group. And lastly, if you are an estranged parent or an estranged adult child and would like to have your story shared on the podcast anonymously or not, please reach out to me via email at theestrangedheart at gmail.com.